Hi, and welcome to Jan Carroll Publishing Podcast Bookmark. My name is Janie Jesse, and I am the owner of Jan Carroll Publishing. And we are a small book publisher located in Northeast Tennessee in Southwest Virginia. So what is this podcast about? We want to bring information to you about the publishing industry. So much has changed, and it changes almost daily. So if you're out there and you've written a book or you've written your manuscript, what's your next step? How do you find a publisher? First of all, how do you find an editor? Do you need an editor? What is self-publishing? There's a lot of options out there for writers these days. And what we want to do in this podcast is bring information to you that may fit into your goals for what you want to do as an author. Another thing that we're really excited about doing in this podcast is interviewing authors. Many times when an author has published a book, it didn't happen overnight. There have been challenges. There have been struggles. And so usually when an author gets published, there's a story behind the story. Our first guest this week, Jessica Brimer. Jessica has written um, a mystery series, and it's called Messy Bookshop Mysteries, and it didn't happen overnight for her. If you read our book blog, we did an interview with her there, and she gives you some information that might surprise you on some of the struggles and challenges that she saw and she had to overcome. You will find her information um, very inspirational, I think. But the way we met Jessica was when she submitted a short story to our anthology, These Haunted Hills, book five, which is great reading for October with all the spooks out there. Uh, The title of it, Overhill Cottage. Jessica is a lives in East Tennessee, and she is an excellent writer, and we were so happy to be able to include her in our anthology. But what's more, Jessica has a story sort of behind the story. So Draco had the privilege to interview Jessica as our guest this week on our podcast. This is Draco with Jessica Brimer, author of the Messy Bookshop Mysteries and the short story Overhill Cottage, excuse me, in our recent anthology, These Haunted Hills, book five. Jessica, you are also our author interview on our blog this week. Did you enjoy that process? Yes, that was fun. Thanks for having me on the podcast and on, on the blog too. Absolutely. And you were also on Daytime Tri-Cities this week. How was that? Oh, nerve wracking, but it was still fun, but it was, I don't know. It was good. Well, I'm glad you enjoyed it. Um, you mentioned in your interview on our blog that you started writing at a very young age. Do you still have or remember any of the stories that you wrote as a child? I have them in my filing cabinet and they have stayed in my filing cabinet, but yeah, I kept most of them. Now I think I've lost a few along the way, but I wrote a lot. 
Do you have a favorite from that time? Do you have one that you particularly look back on fondly or are they kind of just, we don't talk about those? Uh, mostly we don't talk about those, but I love Polly Pockets whenever I was a kid. So I made a couple stories based on my Polly Pockets and that was kind of fun, but overall they just hang out, collect dust. That's okay. That's okay. Do your children have any interest in writing or reading yet? My oldest one does. Yes, he's big into graphic novels. He's they actually really good at drawing. I cannot draw. I probably draw the same way I did whenever I was in first grade and it was bad. But they are actually really good at it. My oldest one especially, but they definitely in comics, graphic novels. That's exciting. Have you been able to read them any of the things that you have written or is that kind of still too old for them? Um I don't think so. I mean, I haven't showed them mine stuff whenever I was their age. Mm-hmm. Um, honestly, I have a hard time reading what I wrote. I misspelled a lot of words, <laughs> but they have at least seen the file and that's about it. I more enjoy what they're doing and they just draw really good. <laughs> yeah. I just enjoy that. Are they excited that um, you are a published author? Do they have kind of an understanding of, of what that process is like? A little bit. They are excited. They are very sweet. They do brag. I mean, I went to the post office to drop off a mail off a book and my daughter was like, yeah, she's a celebrity. She's an author and I'm the post office guy. (laughs) So that was very sweet. That is sweet. They are sweet. There's a couple of times they're like, can I write? I'm like, let me make a couple spaces down and you can just write. Don't delete nothing though. So (laughs) They like to do it, but, and then they're done like three minutes later. Well, at least they have an interest, right? That's so much fun that you're able to kind of pass that along to them. It is kind of fun. They like, how come you don't draw? Because my, my debut, funny story really quick. My, when my debut came out, my youngest one was like, where are the pictures at? I'm like, it's not a graphic novel. So you took the easy way. I'm like, yes. An 80,000 word story is the easy way compared to drawing. So well, tell us a little bit about that. That's your messy bookshop mystery series, right? How many books do you have in the series so far? So far I have two. I'm working on the third one, which I was hoping to be out before Christmas, but realistically I'll probably be out, I'm gonna guess, sometime in February, maybe January, hopefully, but definitely in the next year. Can you tell us a little bit about the mystery series without giving away any spoilers, of course? <laughs> It's set actually in East Tennessee. It's a fictional town. Um, I made my protagonist work at a messy bookshop. She likes organization. She's kind of grown to accept that it's a messy bookshop, but she can at least try to organize it. So whenever her owner passed away, she gave it to her niece, who is just as messy as the owner, collecting stuff like stuff. It's so they kind of battle a little bit trying to organize a store a little bit. There's two cats in the store that live there. They are wonderful. I love those cats. And murder just kind of happens along the way. My protagonist grew up in a law enforcement family. So she feels kind of compelled to kind of solve it, especially when, you know, someone dies at the bookstore. So that is certainly, uh, (laughs) certainly interesting. Do you have plans for future installments beyond the third book? How how far do you see the series going? I don't really know. I kind of just kind of play it by ear. I have the fourth one, an ideal what I want, 
but I haven't got like an overall, how am I going to end the series? But I know what, what's kind of going down the road a little bit, but. Just kind of playing it by ear, seeing how it feels. See how it feels, see how readers kind of like it, enjoy it. I have other ideals. I like to do some standalones in the future, maybe another cozy mystery series, but those are a little bit down the road. I understand. I understand. It is uh, a series certainly takes a lot of time and energy to make everything cohesive and, and lovely, but there are lots of excellent mystery series out there that go on for years and years. And those are a lot of fun to read. So um, I'm definitely excited to dive into your series. I know you mentioned that you may be doing some other standalones in the future. And you mentioned in your blog interview that Cozy Mysteries is kind of your preferred genre. But we really loved your short story for the horror anthology. Do you have any more horror stories in your future? I think so. I do like reading a little bit. I'm kind of I don't know. I like horror stuff, but I like the creepy. Just a little bit. Kind of like the, oh, what's that TV show called? Ghost Adventures. I, My husband and I, we can watch that and then we're done. Like we can't watch some of these deep horror ones, but we like a little bit of creepiness. And those ones I do enjoy doing. And I'll definitely, definitely be doing some more of them. A little bit of spooky is always good. Uh, speaking of spooky, you talked a little in the blog about your Overhill Cottage story and a little bit about the synopsis, but would you like to read a short teaser for us today? Yes, I can do that. You've heard the stories about Overhill Cottage deep in the Appalachian Mountains, where maples, oaks, and pine trees grow crows together, making one feel alone. Yet a sixth sense whispers something is following you. You've been warned to never go there. Visitors have reported unexplained things, noises when there should be silence, a silhouette moving in a twilight. You whispered about you what you've heard from others. Survivors share their eerie experiences while others are forever silent. The missing ones, their stories bring curious minds stretching beyond the region. They come with questions, the wrong questions. You've been wrong, so very wrong. People who live in the mountains believe they know the mystery. They do not. While the story has gotten lost over time, the origin remains true and strong. You forgot. Sit and allow me to tell you about Overhill Cottage's latest visitor. That just gives me chills to hear. I, of course, have read your story, but I absolutely love it um, and always look forward to returning to it when I read through the anthology during October and, and spooky season. Um, what kind of gave you the inspiration to go with a horror story this time? Um, I, whenever I first started writing, I joined a writer's group after realizing fantasy is not going to be it. I was kind of experimenting with some other genres and I believe this premise came around October. I feel like I always have to write something spooky in October. So I decided to write a spooky story and a premise of a girl going to a haunted house with her dog. It just stuck with me and I enjoyed it but I didn't want to do a novel. So I just kind of stayed. And then when I saw Jane Carroll, like seeking submissions for it, I'm like, I feel like maybe I can give my story a shot. So I rewrote it, kept the premise and fit with the Appalachian mountains. And that's just kind of what came out of it. Well, we had so much fun reading it and having it in our anthology is so exciting. Uh, we hope that you'll be a part of future anthologies. We tend to do this one every year, so we hope that you'll be a part of that in the future. Um, 
tell us a little bit about where you sell your mystery series and if you've got any upcoming um, book signings and events that you're planning on. Let's see. Um, I think you mentioned that you had a book signing coming up on the 21st of October. Yes, I totally forgot. I was looking for it. Yes, October 21st, I have a book signing at Barnes & Noble. You can purchase my books at Barnes & Noble, Amazon, um, trying to think of some other ones. I know there's I know there's books a million. Uh, I can picture there's a Canadian one. I feel so bad. My friend, she's from Canada. She's, that's her go-to one. But almost any retail place, you can really find it. And I got a couple at the local stores. I got like Bub, Bubba's Book Swap. That's here in Kingsport. They have it. Um, and there's a new bookstore that's opened up in Virginia. I think it's called a Maple Tree. Oh. They have a few copies. So I try to do a little bit of local, but... Mostly the main retailers is where you will find it. It is always exciting to see um, local bookstores and local authors. That is very near and dear to our heart as a local publisher and local bookstore ourselves. Um, So we're excited that you can participate in that and participate in our bookstore. Always fun to see that. Um, Thank you so much for telling us about your short story and reading us a little teaser um, and telling us about your cozy mystery series. It's so exciting. We so look forward to reading further into that and to having you in further anthologies with JCP. And we have had so much fun talking with you today. So thank you for sharing all of your fun and exciting upcoming things with us and and giving us a little look into the, the writer's life. Thanks. I definitely had fun. I definitely enjoyed reading other authors in it. I'm slowly reading through it and it's fun. We even read some of the past ones and I just enjoy it. It's fun. Thank you so much. We are so glad that you could be a part of it. Thank you, Draco. That was wonderful. That was a great interview. And I really appreciate you doing that. And I appreciate Jessica taking the time to talk to us. It's such an inspiration to hear about her writings and what she's got going on. And I think if you read the book blog, you also will get uh, inspired by what she shared. I have to revisit um, the interview a little bit when Draco uh, sort of sniggered about the murder at the bookshop. There was a reason for that. Jan Carroll Publishing actually has a small bookstore. We're located in Blountville, Tennessee, and we have it nicknamed Itty Bitty Bookstore because it is a small storefront. But when you think about her series, Messy Bookshop Mysteries, yeah, we get the messy bookshop. We get that. But we haven't had a murder here, and I don't plan in the future that we're going to have a murder here. But I know hearing her talk about a murder occurred at the bookstore it perked our ears, and that's why it's because we do have a small storefront located in Blountville, Tennessee, and that is another venue that we use to sell um, our books and have them available to readers locally. But thank you for listening to this podcast. I really hope that you will leave reviews and give us questions and comments. We welcome the questions because we want you to feel comfortable in asking questions that maybe you think, oh, I can't ask this because this is a dumb question. 
There are no dumb questions. Ask us questions. But thank you for listening and tune in next week. Bye.